Hello and welcome to the latest episode of How to Take a Break, the podcast. My name is P.M. Kester. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for following this journey. And we're going to get right to it. Today's episode is How to Take a Break to Be Selfish. It's really a follow-up episode. Earlier this year, around January, when everyone is making their affirmations for the year or resolutions, um, the common (laughs) phrase we like to use here, I went to the point that I really don't say a resolution for the year, right? Because we break resolutions. I make a goal. And usually my goal is centered on a word. My word for 2020 was selfish. But to take you back, really not so much about the negative connotations of the word selfish, but concentrating on more of saying yes to myself and no to these outside things that maybe shape my life in a negative fashion. So this year, selfish has been my word and it's 2020 y'all. So y'all know it has been a year. Okay. (laughs) But I actually think even with the pandemic and the losses that I suffered and we've all suffered you know with our families and friends that have passed either from COVID or something else because I've had all categories um, and the different things that have happened that this has actually been a really good year for me this has been an eye-opening year so today I wanted to give you a little glimpse into my selfish year I'm going to also follow up at the end of the year when I close out or maybe even when I set my new word in January I do like a follow-up just letting you know how my selfish year was as a whole but for now I'm going to just give a little update and talk about my selfish year as it related to my love life or my relationships money and work Mm, three big things (laughs) I'm also going to take a moment and point you towards my website because I did do a freebie thing to for people who signed up to my newsletter if you go to the website and click around see you're gonna look at the little things up there you should be able to find my little freebie which is my self-assessment tool free of charge for my listeners that will help you in these categories as well doing a self-assessment self-assessment look can't talk it might lead you to doing a selfish year all right so let's start off my selfish year being selfish with love and my relationships so At the beginning of the year, I was still on my dating journey and I know I talked to you guys about how I kept a love journal and I think I even, I don't think I know, I posted something about this on Therapy for Black Girls. It was a comment and it got a lot of comments, maybe like 500 and I stopped counting after that. Just basically on how I kept this relationship journal and I can't take credit for this idea. I actually got it from listening to an old episode of Malik Teal's podcast it might be like one of her old Valentine's Day episodes you guys can look forward or if you hit me up in the comments or send me an email I'll try to find the episode for you but she said she kept a relationship journal and I did something I'm, I'm not sure that she her journal was the same but I basically wrote down a list of what I was looking for right what was I looking for in a relationship What are the things that this person had to have? I also, after I went on dates, I would write something down about the person. You know, how did I meet them? 
what was our conversation like at the end of the night? What did I think were the pros and cons of this relationship? And I did that and I would always go back and I would look at it. I would also write what I learned about myself. Now, I had tried to do this earlier in my dating journey, but people made it seem like I was being selfish. I wasn't giving guys a shot because, you know, if you do stuff like this and you start becoming intentional about what you are seeking, this person, this potential partner is not going to make it past date one. And I believe in that. I think it's not being selfish. I think that it's actually freeing this person up to find who they're needing to find. And that person just ain't me. (laughs) Right? But... Um, I did that and I actually lucked out doing that this year. I have been so blessed. But my overall journey with love is that I've become more intentional about dating, right, in my selfish year. And I was more intentional about seeking what I wanted and asking for consideration from people in my life. Um, I'm divorced, so asking my ex to help me out in this journey. Uh, Once I started reflecting about what I wanted, right? And being selfish and pinpointing who I wanted, why I wanted this this particular type of person. If I was even ready for this person, right? Because you gotta have growth. Because a lot of times we pick out what we put out, right? So making sure I had the growth to really get what I wanted, right? And this selfish of focusing in on myself. What I saw and, and what I was able to realize from my journals and even from talking to this person that I'm, I'm dating, I'm currently still dating this person now, is that I was not asking and expecting anything, you know, I wasn't asking for what I needed from the people in my life to help me in this journey, right? I have a whole ex-husband, we get along well, he has been dating forever, but for some reason, I think I became a martyr, a type of a martyr, right, for, for dating. And I think we do that as single mothers. And I never really pushed or asked for what I wanted. I wasn't even pushing and asking for the stipulations of my divorce degree, of my visitation degree. You know, he was supposed to have my child on an extra day during the week. And I think I didn't do that because I was dating these guys that were only semi-available. So I didn't need that time. So when I finally met the guy that I had been asking for, I wanted someone who wanted the quality time, who saw me, who I wanted to spend this time with, you know, the person who checked all these boxes. It felt weird at first. And then I was like, wait, I have this. Why am I not asking for this? And so I felt like it was a little selfish, but it wasn't. Because I think sometimes, so this is a big takeaway. We are afraid to be selfish in our relationships because we think we are undeserving of good relationships. So I'm speaking from a place of love, but you know, even in our friendship relationships, we're afraid. We're afraid to ask for what we want and we're afraid that we're not deserving of it. No, 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 this person can only give me a little bit of time. I don't wanna be a pest and ask for a movie night or the hangout and get nails and stuff. Ask for what you want, it's not selfish. I wanted a relationship. I had to go to my ex-husband and I said, look, you were supposed to get the kid on X day. I I would like some of that time back. I'm kind of tired. I like to let my hair down. You know, I would like a couple of hours during the week. I mean, because technically I have the kid all the time. 
And you know what? He did. He started to give me that time and I was able to actually build and grow a really good relationship. So that was my selfish year with love. My selfish year with money. The biggest lesson that I learned this year is no, it's a complete sentence with money. There was a part of me and I know better. I have told people and taught people better. <laughs> but, you know, I knew that financially people were taking advantage of me. But I was setting my own self up. That's what the selfish year. Once I started not putting myself on the chopping block, right? That was my version of saying no, not volunteering to pay for stuff or to go extra, extra mile financially for people. I noticed that, number one, people had money. Number two... Wasn't nobody trying to take all my money if I wasn't asking for it. Number three, no, it's a complete sentence. I am valid in telling people, no, I don't have it. And if that person is really down with me and a good friend or a good family member, they are going to respect that and we're going to still be cool afterwards. What I wrote in my notes is I don't have to be the bank for acceptance. I can pull back and see what happens. And once I started doing that, the big takeaway was I actually had more money in my savings. I don't know about y'all, but during this whole quarantine, on top of my whole selfish with money, my selfish year, my savings has grown. I looked at my savings in May and I was like, player, if I had some place to go, this is looking nice. So that was my selfish year in money. Finally, my selfish year. And I should say years so far, right? Because we're in the fourth quarter now. My selfish year with work. I stopped worrying about what I couldn't control and asked for what I wanted. I stopped worrying about what I couldn't control and asked for what I wanted. I think once I started saying no and started being more selfish with my time, that allowed... And, and, and I started doing this in all these areas of my life, right? My love life, my money. And when I got to work, I started seeing that, again, control. Uh, once you start to recognize that you can say no just as easily as you can say yes, you start to do a deep dive into the decisions that you have made in your life. And that's what it allowed me to focus on. I was always focusing on um, what I learned with work. I focused on stuff that wasn't even really my responsibility. Oh, it needs to be done. Had, no, I stopped worrying about that. And I'm, I'm trying to tell you, life got better. I got more opportunities of people trying to come in and mentor me because I recognize that I have to clock out. I need to try to cultivate these other parts of my life. And once I started to do that, my work-life balance actually got better. Um, on the flip side, ask for what I wanted. Opportunities started to come my way once I started to say no. And because, you know, once you start saying, you stop worrying about what you can't control, you actually start to take some time off your plate and free yourself up to do other things. I freed myself up for other men mentorship opportunities that I didn't even know existed until I took a step back, started saying no to all this extra work I was doing and saying yes to myself, yes to developing myself right? I started this podcast in October of last year. In January, when I started saying this was my selfish year, I started focusing more on my podcast and my podcast business, my speaker business, what I want to do with PMK Enterprises and how to take a break. 
we didn't have merch out. I have doubled my following on Instagram. I got a business license. There's a website. There's a newsletter. There's so much that has been accomplished on this selfish year. Now, for the biggest lesson that has come out of this selfish year, and something that you all may be wondering about, guilt. Guilt is what I have learned is the biggest reason probably why women don't undertake a year of no, right? Shonda Rhimes calls it a year of yes. I call it a year of no. And I think it really just strongly affects women. You don't see a lot of men caring about the backlash from them telling somebody no, from them focusing on their relationships, focusing on what to do with their money, focusing on their career. But we as women get so ensconced in what people will think. The kids, the job, the co-workers will think when we do this. Men don't care. What this year did was make me have more open and honest conversations based on feelings of guilt, but also seeing that what I thought was making somebody feel bad was just making people go, no, let's just talk about this and let's work on a resolution. That's from kids, that's from coworkers, that's from family members. And I think that's important because I don't think we have enough tough conversations. But I said I want to keep this short. This is just a selfish check-in. I'm going to do a longer episode and probably might bring in a special guest so we can do a deeper dive in taking a break to be selfish. Again, my name is P.M. Kester. I am probably going to listen back to this and put a couple of breakaways just from all this shambles of talking and notes. Um, I hope you get something out of this. I got something out of this. I hope that you are able to finish off this 2020 strong. I believe in you. Try saying no to other people and other things for the rest of 2020 and yes to yourself. And let me know about it. Email me at thekestergroup at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at pmkester, K-E-S-T-E-R. The name of the podcast is the How to Take a Pod, Take a Break podcast. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, any place that you can find podcasts. I'm pretty sure that we are there. If you're on Apple, rate and subscribe. If you're on Instagram, like the post and bookmark it. Those things matter to creatives. Until next time, take a little time to take a break. Bye.